Light nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga. Rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. Still nigga. I like that second Thursday morning, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Feels good to be back. It's Friday Eve. I hope you had your energy drinks. I hope you had a great week so far. Welcome to another episode of a cup of joe oh we're live got a lot to cover today guys lot to cover today little time to do it so let's get to it jay-z i don't don't find me title do not find me don't suspend me whatever don't take me to court. I don't own your music. I'm just a fan. And that's it. So that song was called, I believe, Story of OJ. Off of uh, his, uh, the 444 album. But tonight we're going to, or this morning, whatever you're listening to, whatever time you're listening to this, we're, we're going to talk about a little topic that, that affects everybody, either directly or indirectly. Um, as always, it's going off my opinion. Maybe I have some facts here and there, but roughly just my you know personal experiences and just overall my opinion of other matters. So inequality affects all of us one way or another. Gender, inequality, economical inequality, um, wage, I guess it kind of goes with gender inequality, the wage, um, salaries versus you know, men versus women. Um, but what we're going to talk about today is racial inequality. A topic as a minority um plays a solid part of my life um always being i can't say always but you know being judged just off the color of your skin off top whether you're a good or a bad person whether you're a genius or not a genius whether you're trustworthy of or untrustworthy whether you're, whether you're likable or unlikable um, it's just something that I, as a minority, have to live with. Um, and it trickles down. As you guys know, I had a child. She is uh, half Puerto Rican, half African American. It will affect her as well, twofold. She's a lady, so she's going to have the gender inequality and the racial inequality. But the story of OJ, and I apologize, you know, for the for the language that uh, Jay Z was saying, but 
pretty much it was saying whether you're light or dark, you're still an African American. Whether you're rich or you're poor, you're still an African American. Although he used a different language, that's the point he was he was saying. In the first verse, the first words, first couple words of the first verse explains a little it could it could preach you know if i was a pastor i'll be preaching right now but the first couple words of that song he said he said oj said i'm not black i'm oj okay like if you don't know oj simpson he is a uh he he was a football player an african-american football player who played in the 60s, early 70s, um, maybe into the 80s, but for sure in the 60s and 70s. But he got up to a, 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 a social standard where he was obviously making millions in the league. He was a, he was a football player, obviously a, a movie star as well, um, did a lot of commercials, but he made a lot of money. <clears throat> and so he felt he had a different social status than than other African Americans. So he felt that he was white, for lack of a better term. He felt that through his money he was white. Like he he identified as white. I'll say that. I'll say he felt that he identified as white because of his social status. So he felt like he could do anything he wanted to do. He had obviously movie star friends. Lawyers, obviously, as you guys know, the Kardashians was Robert Kardashian was one of his best friends, but he felt he could do anything he wanted to do and, and get away with it scot free, and he did. Obviously, he murdered. Uh, it's not funny. He murdered his, I believe it was wife or girlfriend, but ex girlfriend, ex wife, whatever, and. And he got away with it. So when he said, when when Jay Z said, "I'm not black, I'm OJ," he was saying that OJ, he, OJ didn't identify as black. Like I said, he identified as I said, he identified as white. And he, when he reached that social status, he didn't hang out with any black people, any African Americans. <clears throat> if you watch, there's a thirty for thirty on it. Um, other documentaries on it, um, the OJ trial um, that ESPN did and uh, that uh, I think FX did. He didn't have any black friends because he kind of shunned them away until he needed his black friends to get out of the, the trouble he was in. And minorities... When he was in, when he, when he murdered his wife um, and that other guy, um, minorities, African Americans and Hispanics alike, were on. O A lot of them were on OJ's side. I have no idea why. I have no idea how. But free the juice is what we were saying. You know, if it don't fit. You must acquit was the famous line, and that glove fit. He just didn't take his arthritis medicine, so it made it look like it didn't fit.
so his hands were swelled up. He was definitely guilty, but he felt like he could get, with any, uh, get away with anything. Hence, I'm not black, I'm OJ. So, talking about racial inequality and how it is a thing, guys. This is 100% real. I don't care who you are. It's a thing. And it's not just white against black. Yes, that's what the media portrays it. Or, you know, Hispanics against whites, Hispanics against black. It's, it's everybody really against anybody. Um, but, you know, the media portrays it as just white against black. So that's what we're going to go with for today's topic. I, uh, as you guys know, um, I, it was funny. I, I was thinking about this topic for a while now. And then yesterday, Facebook reminded me, I think it's the government reading my mind personally. That's a different topic, different day. But in my memories, two years ago is when um, this whole Colin Kaepernick kneeling for the flag or kneeling for the uh, national anthem um, thing surfaced. I think it was about a year uh, prior. Uh, say three years ago it happened. I, I wrote about it two years ago. But I said, I'll quote myself, end quote. I said, <clears throat> Kaepernick kneels. This, I said this two years ago. Kaepernick kneels um, all last year. He's disrespectful. Majority of the players kneel this year which was two years ago, and then it's a protest. So better late than never, huh? So the thing is with Colin Kaepernick, my opinion, of course, he was not disrespecting the flag. It had nothing to do with the flag. It had to do with inequality. During that time, three years ago, two years ago, all these people, all these African-Americans were getting murdered shot, dead, strangled, hands in the air, you know, the whole nine, obeying the law, and trigger happy cops pulled the trigger because they felt threatened, or they choked people out, kill them. So all this stuff, all this stuff was going on. It was a it was it was like the 1980s all over again 1990s all over again except it was 2017 16 so Kaepernick given the platform that he had decided to make a stand he kneels boom you haven't seen Kaepernick again in that league since he did that since the end of that season oh he can't play Oh, if he could play, he would be playing. Clearly, it has nothing to do with his skill set because he is, my opinion, better than half the quarterbacks that are in the league today, and he doesn't even get a, a tryout. Oh yeah, what? Uh, he wore what? Do he wear some socks, some type of socks that you know in Miami, and had to do with like wearing pig socks or Cuban socks, I don't know, that. oh, that, that's why he didn't get to play, or his girlfriend said something crazy and that's why he didn't get to play, or nobody's picking him. Nah, man. He got blackballed for standing for something. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. So he stood, he made a stand, people were 
he made a protest out of it the next season. A lot of people were, were doing it. And all they did was get fined. All those people did was get fined. He got kicked out the league. He's still not playing in the league. You can't tell me that's not inequality. And if you do, please explain how it's inequality. Because it's not. Blackballed. The other thing I was thinking about, I think it was 2016 as well. The Olympics were going on, right? So, Olympics were going on, still during this whole, you know, racial inequality, racial protest going on. <clears throat> um, Gabby Douglas, gymnast, you may have heard of her, may have not. And she won, I believe she won a gold medal or she was on the stands regardless. She did not put her hand on her heart when they were doing the uh, national anthem for, um, for America. Now, it's the only thing, you don't have to put your hand on your heart for the national anthem. Nobody, I won't say nobody, a lot of people don't do it. I don't do it. You don't have to do it. A lot of people, you know, take off their, um, their hats. Some people put their hand on the heart. Uh, me, personally, I just put, you know, my hands behind my back. You know, still respectable. Look at the flag. But you don't have to put your hand on your heart. It's not the Pledge of Allegiance. So, she didn't put her hand on her heart. She got all the backlash in the world being called disrespectful, being called a bunch of other names because she didn't put her hand on her heart. And then, then the thing that gets me is some other person... I believe, I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, but some other individual um, later on in the Olympics also did not put their hand on the heart during the National Anthem of America. No backlash. Zero. Zero retaliation. Gabby Douglas doesn't do it. Backlash. Uh, a white person doesn't do it. N crickets. Come on, man. You don't even have to put your hand on the heart. That's the crazier thing. Now you're just stretching at that point. So, I also wrote, and this kind of ties into, uh, you know, Facebook again, reading my mind, government. I said, liberty and justice isn't for all. It's not a stance against the flag. It's a stance against inequality. So once again, Kaepernick, I was talking about Kaepernick. And... That's just how I felt. Liberty and justice isn't for all. If it was for all, there would be no white versus black shooting. No cops shooting black people. No cops shooting unarmed minority people. I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to. And, and, and I don't feel scared when a cop pulls me over. But I shouldn't have to feel scared when a cop pulls me over. I shouldn't have to feel you know, nervous. I shouldn't have to put two hands on the wheel, put, show my hands out the car if a cop were to pull me over. <clears throat> but it is what it is. We live in a day and time where, unfortunately, you have to, you don't have to do that, but it, it happens. So, <clears throat> 
that's what it is, man, and that's that's just what it is. It shouldn't have to happen, but it happens. I shouldn't have to look on the news and see all these mass shootings that take place inside of Walmarts, inside of churches, inside of uh, concerts, people running over people at a at a at a protest rally. Snipers from MGM Grand in Vegas. Snipers at concerts. Snipers at the movie theater. Snipers at churches. Mass shootings in Walmarts. All of them aren't even minorities. They're all white people. What's crazy is you could walk into the store. They could walk into the store, shoot up massive people. They can leave the store arrested, go on trial, go to jail, still be allowed to tell about it. If that was me, I wouldn't even be able to even think about leaving the store. I would be dead on sight. But, you know, inequality doesn't exist. We're all one race. We're all run human. Nah, man. No, we're not. Racial inequality. Social economic inequality. There's no reason why. This is random, but Martin Luther King Boulevard. Everybody knows the MLK Boulevard. And all those MLK Boulevards are always in the hood. For some reason. There's a reason why. There's a liquor store on every corner in the hood. Boys in the Hood talked about this. 1980s, 1990s, Boys in the Hood talked about it. There's a liquor store on every corner in the hood. I'm from Northwest Indiana, from East Chicago, lived in, lived in Portage. There is not, and then, but, you know, there... There's a liquor store in every corner in East Chicago. There's a liquor store in every corner in Gary. There's abandoned buildings in East Chicago and Gary. You you go 20 minutes, I don't know my directions, but you go 20 minutes out the way, I would say east. Yeah, east. You're in a, a town, a city called Valparaiso. You go 20 minutes north, maybe, you're in a, a city called Crown Point. You don't see liquor stores on every corner over there. You don't see abandoned buildings everywhere in those two cities. You go to Gary, you go to East Chicago, not only do you see abandoned buildings, not only do you see uh, abandoned schools, you see homeless people. You don't see that in Valparaiso and Crown Point. You don't see that in Sherryville. That's just where I'm from. You don't see any of that stuff. You go to Indianapolis. You go to Carmel. You don't see you don't see liquor stores in Carmel. You go to 38th Street in Meridian. Liquor stores everywhere. Homeless people. Not I mean in, in Indianapolis there's not that many homeless people, but they're all downtown. You don't see any homeless people in Carmel. The Fishers. You don't see abandoned schools over there. Social 
economic inequality exists. Racial inequality exists. Liberty and justice isn't for all. Somebody lied to you. And it's not me. I don't make up the rules. I just watch it happen. So the other thing, so obviously, I believe the movie called When They See Us. I believe. Yeah, When They See Us. Uh, Central Park Five. Talk about racial inequality. Central Park Five, these kids were minors. Five of them, majority. I believe majority of them were minors. One guy, I think his name was Corey Weiss. I think it was Corey Weiss if you guys see the movie. Corey Weiss. He literally only went with his friend because his he said his mom would get mad if I didn't go with you. That's literally why he went into the custody with him. But it was about a woman, a true story, a woman who got raped um, on a trail in New York. And at the time, there was like a, a riot that went down or a protest that went down. And she just so happened to got, get raped at the same time as the protest went down. And people were running and they pinned it on these five individuals. These five individuals spent time in prison for a crime they did not commit and they were they were confused they were telling it they were the cops played everybody against each other saying everybody snitch on one another and these people didn't know what they were talking about they only took the plea deal because they felt scared so they went to jail for a crime they did not commit served plenty time in jail Finally, due to new evidence, they were released from prison. And now they, they told their story about it. And now they're doing good things in the community as they should. And, and I believe they got compensated for it as they should. But uh, inequality at its finest. The other movie. Well, the reason I brought that up. Uh, the, the guy who played Corey Wise. Forget his name. I don't want to mispronounce it. Jarrell Jerome. Uh, he just won a whatever award we won a Academy Award, maybe. Uh, can't call it. But he won an award for playing Corey Wise in um, Central Park Five, as he should, as every, all of those kids should have won an award. So. Because um, they all did a phenomenal job. So, but in that movie, I saw the documentary. I saw the movie. Definitely touching. Definitely, you know, deserved the spotlight that it got, especially in the time that it was played. Definitely worked the nerves. Um, definitely gave cops a bad name. My opinion. Um, but the movie that honestly got me the most was. A movie called The Hate You Give, T-H-U-G. The reason why this movie, first of all, it was a great movie. I recommend you watch it. 
But the reason why this movie got to me was because this could happen to me. And yes, the Central Park Five thing could happen to me as well, but this hit this hit home more because it's more realistic. This this realistically could happen to me. Um so this the the guy the guy in, in the movie, the character, he got pulled over, right? I think he was speeding or passed up a stop sign, whatever, he got pulled over. He was asked to get out the car. The lady said, the girl that, the other character that he was with said, don't get out the car. So he got out the car. Boom. He didn't listen. Got out the car. Boom. Done. Cop was asking him all kind of dumb questions. You know. And, and then he went to go, the cop went to go run his background check. The character in the movie was joking around, you know, just having a good time. Because he knew he did nothing wrong. Um, so... He had his brush. He had a brush. To, he was brushing his hair, and the and then the cop, the cop thought the brush was a gun. Bah! Shot him. Not once, multiple times. Killed him. Shoot questions. Ask. Shoot. Shoot questions. Shoot first. Ask questions later. Is his motto. Trigger happy cop. Killed an innocent black man. The reason why it got me is because that can happen to me tomorrow. Next time I get pulled over, if I do get pulled over, if I actually get get out, get out, if I get told to get out the car, if I get out the car, if I make any sudden movements, I'm a threat. For some reason, I don't. I can have zero things in my hand. I just move a certain way. Bam, done. And and that's honestly the reason why I don't trust police officers, because I can't trust you. You may be good, and that saying one apple, one bad apple doesn't ruin the the whole bunch or whatever. To me, it does. Why does it do that? Because one bad minority ruined the whole bunch for me. Not saying I don't think that's true, but that's. That's their perspective. One by minority to them happens something bad happens to them as say a minority robs a white person. To that white person, all minorities minorities are bad. So one cop or whatever, one minority does robs a cop and he didn't know it was a cop or does something to a cop that didn't know it was a cop, then all minorities are bad. You're a threat, you're moving, boom, done. I'm going to shoot first, ask questions later. I got to go home to my family. Nope. No, thank you. Little personal story real quick. A couple of them, actually. Talk about inequality. So, obviously, my background sales, door-to-door -door sales. And this is just racist that happens. Racist things happen randomly throughout my sales career. Three of them pop up to mind. I don't know if one's for sure racist. I don't know about the other two, but I digress. I get to the story. So one time I was knocking on a door. Bam, 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 knocked on the door. Nobody answered. I go around. Don't go to a couple other doors. This guy comes out his door. 
and he says, what do you want? You know, I'm across the street. I don't know who he's talking to. I look around. He's talking to me, apparently. I introduce myself professionally, you know, explain why I'm there, you know, try to help him out with his windows. He says, no, thank you. I'm like, all right, cool. Bye. So then he said, no, he said, what are you doing here? I let him know what happened. He said, there's a lot of robberies going on in this city. Don't you read the news? I'm like, first of all, in my head, how do you read the news? Second of all, I'm not from this city. I'm just here doing business. So he was like, yeah, read the news. I was like, all right, guy. So then I go to, I go, you know, mind my own business, go across the street where I left off. He says, don't knock on their door. You're going to scare them. How am I going to scare them? I'm wearing all bright colors. I'm polite as can be. I'm like, all right, cool. Go to the next door. He says, don't go to that door either. You're going to scare them. What are you doing in my neighborhood? Just get out. So then I leave, you know, whatever, leave the neighborhood. He proceeds to call my boss and says, there's a black guy knocking on doors and he's scaring people. I'm not black. I'm not OJ either. Hey, yo. But yes, I am a minority. He just assumed I was black. Whatever. So he ruined my business. But I don't hate him. I'm just confused about why he did that. Next story. This is a crazy story right here. So once again, knocking on doors. And in Indiana, it gets pretty cold in the wintertime or fall time. So me and a couple co-workers were knocking on doors, you know, mind your own business. Cop creeps up extra slow in his cop car. What are you two, what are you guys doing here? Explain to him, sir, what we're here for. Boom, boom. We have permits to be here. Um, so he obviously gets his license, everybody's license, yada, yada. So there's a gang of us there. Probably a bad word to use. Anyways, there's, there's, we're there. So we're there, right? It's cold. It's the fall time. I have my hands in my hoodie. I have a hoodie on, a coat on. I think that's just a hoodie. I have a hoodie on. My hands are in my pocket because it's freezing out. It's, it's cold outside. There's a plenty of other people around us, with us, with their hands in their pockets and things. He looks at me and says, can you get your hands out your pocket? You're making me nervous. What am I going to do with my hands in my pocket? It's cold outside. I have no gloves. I'm trying to stay warm. How am I making you nervous when you're the one with the gun? How am I making you nervous when I'm working, trying to provide for, at the time it was just myself, trying to for, provide for myself with nothing? I'm professionally dressed. What am I going to do? You're the one with the gun. How am I making you nervous? There's plenty of other, there's other people around me. Their hands are in their pockets. Tell them to get, your hand, get their hands on their pockets. Why are you singling me out? Huh? To that guy, one bad apple ruined the whole bunch. I'm brown. I'm suspect. I'm walking around in the neighborhood. I have my hands on my pocket. I must have something in there. Get your hands out your pocket. You're making me nervous. Who? 
Shut up. That's what I wanted to say. So I did not say that. Remained professional. Took my hands out of my pocket. Clearly nothing was in there. And I got out scot-free. The other thing happened to me recently. Recently, I say six months ago. Once again, knocking on doors in a neighborhood. People felt threatened. Minority, whatever, knocking on doors, providing. I'm just trying to provide for my family, minding my own business. Cop pulls up. Usually the cops are cool. This guy was a character. He says, let me see your license. You know, explain to them what I'm doing. Once again, trying to provide people with free estimates. He says, do you have anything on your record? First of all, you're running the background check. You should know that or you're about to find out. So you asking me is kind of unnecessary because if I lie, I'm going to get caught. And second of all, I don't. Third of all, why would I lie? And if I did, why would I tell the truth? If you're going to find out anyways. Anywho, I say no. I say no, sir. Then he says, are you sure? What do you mean am I sure? Like, what? Are you sure? Are, do you have a background? Do you? Is there something I should be worried about you? I'm just trying to provide for my family. If I was, if I did have something on my record, A, I would tell you. B, I probably wouldn't even have this job. C, why would I lie? Because you're about to find out. And D, you're just going to find out anyways. So I say, yes, I'm sure. He says, I say, yes, I'm sure. Why? He said, because you don't sound sure. What does sounding sure mean? I didn't say no. I didn't say no and laugh. I simply said no. Are you sure? What? Are you sure? Do you have something on your record? Why? Why? Inequality, man. Racial inequality. Liberty and justice isn't for all. Unfortunately, that's how it is. Unfortunately, I had to look twice, you know, before I do anything. Because somebody's looking at me, already judging me. And that's because of what the media does. White people can shoot up Walmarts, can shoot up churches, can shoot up and shoot minorities, can, you know, kill their babies, get away scot-free, go on suspended paid leave, be found innocent of doing said killing, go in a car or leave the Walmart alive, leave the church alive. Go to Wendy's before you go to jail. <laughs> what? I, not me, but minorities can't even brush their hair without thinking something's a weapon. The little toy shotgun, the little toy gun my man had. Boom, done, toy gun. Well, I don't even think it was a gun. That's the crazier part. My man with the hands in the air. 
Boom, done. Trayvon Martin. Boom, done. George Zimmerman, still alive. He murdered somebody. Still breathing. Another documentary I saw. Argument between a white man and a black man. White, white man, older white man, and a, uh, a group of African Americans. They were playing their music too loud. The white guy didn't like it, felt entitled, told them, turn the music down. Naturally, they did. Then, then they turned it back up. Allegedly, somebody said he's going to shoot somebody. He's going to shoot the white guy. white guy felt threatened, pulled his gun out. Bam! Killed one of the black guys, black kids. The white guy actually was found guilty, so... Justice was served, but still, the fact that he got he got was able to even tell his testimony in the court is a different story. Liberty and justice isn't for all. We have to stand for something, or else we'll fall for anything. That's what I have to say on this topic, man. <clears throat> like it, love it, hate it, gotta respect it. My opinion on the matter is life's a little different for me. Life's gonna be a little different for my daughter. Liberty and justice is it for all. As always, I know this is a tough topic to talk about, you know, dragged on a little bit, 40 minutes here coming up on, um, but it's such something that has to be discussed, man. We can't not discuss this. So, glad I was able to get it out there, voice my opinion on the matter, you know, um, yeah, you can find me as always, Facebook, Joseph Cruz. Instagram, King Pablo, Twitter, I bees that dude. Find me on there. Let's discuss everything and anything. I'm open to it. Um, those of you who listened to the previous podcast, thank you. Those of you who shared it, thank you. Uh, those who have yet to listen to it, go ahead and listen to it, man. It's fun. We're on all social media, all social platforms, or uh, podcast platforms, except for Spotify for some reason. Don't know why, but we're on Google, um, Pocket Cast, uh, obviously Apple, obviously Anchor. But, uh, yeah. It's a cup of joy in the morning. Enjoy your Friday Eve. We'll catch you next week. Peace.